We strive. And you think, don't you deserve something? But you don't. I am here to help change the fitness industry. So I basically lived in a cave for 60 days. Over 420 pounds to the lightest I got was 209. Bill McCullough, Vice President of Creative for uh, the NFL. Entrepreneurs are selfish at the best of times. How far can my talent take me? Prepare to be inspired. Five, Five four, four, three, three two, one. Zero. So for this episode, we have Jake Uptograph. Uh, I've never actually pronounced his last name, but I'm assuming that's how you say it. Jake, if I said that wrong, I'm sorry. So Jake, first of all, give him a few minutes to warm up. He's actually super shy. He uh, usually handles things behind the scenes. So being in front of the mic, he's kind of tentative at first, but then he warms up and does an incredible job on the podcast. So basically, Jake is a incredible badass social media guru so he started off in the industry and then he's worked with companies like or excuse me artists like pentatonix david archuleta who is actually his high school crush and we'll touch on that in a bit but he's worked with some amazing people and he pretty much handles all their content commenting creates all their posts interacts with all their fans so if you're commenting on the pentatonix page you know it's jay behind the scenes Give Jake a chance, let him warm up to you, and he's going to do an incredible job for this episode. My name is Jake, obviously. I live in West Hollywood. I live in West... Oh, yeah, I just said that. West Hollywood. <laughs> um, I basically I work from home, which is obviously the dream job. Um, but you just have to be, you know, hard on yourself, which is great. Um, but I manage... Uh, about, I would say like five to six um, artists uh, in the entertainment world. Most of them are musicians. Um, and I've been doing that for about three years. Okay, there you three, go. Yeah, three years. So, yeah, so the big thing is you, you manage Pentatonics, mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of how I uh, how I kind of found you in the first place. <laughs> yeah. And then realized on LinkedIn, then I realized that like, you went to Central Washington University. Uh, when you're wearing a Central shirt. Right now. Yeah. There you go. Go Wildcats. There you go. And I, I, my hometown in Wenatchee, Washington, is actually like 45 minutes from the college you went to. Yeah. So it's, like, it's pretty crazy. Is that Eastern? Uh, well, sorry, the the city I grew up in. Sorry, oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, Eastern's Eastern's like three hours away. Um, okay. But yeah, I did go to Eastern. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I almost went to Central. When what year did you graduate? Central. 12. Okay, you graduated. Okay, so I would have. I would have been at Central with you had I gone there. I got my acceptance letter, and then I just stayed in community college and worked, so uh-huh. I never actually went, but um, we would have been going to college together, wow. and here we're in L.A., so boom, there you go. Um, okay, so we'll kind of start off with a big question here. So, like, how did you how did you get into managing social media? That's such a, like, I mean, anyone can do it technically, but it's so hard to get to the level that you're at where you're managing, like, a famous, you know, mm. famous brand. So, like, how did you get to that point? Um, well, I mean, obviously, it was ex- experience. Um my original goal was to do radio. I really liked mm. like radio. I wanted to do producing shows, um, not necessarily on air talent. I think it'd be fun, but I jumble my words a lot. Like sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm talking, I always mix words. So I, it, I don't know. But um, so that was my goal. So I internet ran Seacrest Productions, and then I did that for two semesters. Then I did. And, and that's that's his radio show. The radio yeah. show. What, what's that? What's that radio show again? On air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, oh, I meant like the. I meant the number. What is it again? It's like oh, one oh one or two seven. Kiss okay, got, gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I uh, did a semester in uh, MTV. And then I got my first job at this company called CrowdSurf. Um, I worked there for a year, and basically I just 
kind of did what I'm doing now, but mm-hmm. I was an assistant, um, and I managed obviously like multiple accounts, and I would just basically um, think of you know write copy, think of ways to promote you know new music, whether it's a single, an album, mm-hmm. how to sell concert tickets, um, engaging with fans, and when I was there, um, I'm actually friends <clears throat> with one of the members of Pentatonics, yeah. Scott. I'm friends with all of them, but, like, Scott was, like, one of my closest friends. And he actually, when I was at my crowd surf job, he asked me if I could um, post for Superfruit, which is, like, mm-hmm. his YouTube personality blog. That was before Pentatonics. Um, and he was like, I'll just Venmo you, and I'll just pay you if you just, you know, yeah. copy Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, because yeah. the stuff you post for yourself is our brand like you totally get it like, mm-hmm. yeah just very like pop culture mm-hmm. um and so i was like yeah so i did that as a side job um while i crowd surf and then he really liked me he was like we don't have anyone for pentatonic so i told my manager i'm gonna link you guys together and then um the manager reached out to me and was like hey we're going on tour in the u.s and europe and we'd love to bring you on oh, and at first Wait, bring you on the tour or bring you yeah. on the team wow uh, yeah um but I was a little skeptical at first because I just thought like it would be like a three month gig and then I'd be back to crowd surf or whatever. And I told crowd surf and they're like, you know, I would, I couldn't like leave for three months and then come back. Yeah. So I, you know, I had to really think about that and then I just, you know, it was like maybe I had like three or four days to think about it because the tour was happening pretty soon, and then I, uh, I said yeah, I was like I might as well go for it like when do you have the opportunity to travel the world like, that's, never that's so sick yeah. that's so sick for free yeah. like, do you get paid yeah that's so yeah cool. it was amazing like i never really cared to go anywhere international and then after i went i fell in love like i definitely want to go back in the future but yeah um yeah and then afterwards it got over um the tour was ending and then uh the label was like yeah we'll definitely hire you full time like as a mm-hmm. monthly retainer um and so, yeah, I've been doing that since, I think I actually started in, like, around this time. Like, it's probably almost, like, literally, like, three years ago to this day. I don't know which day it was, but I know it was the end of February when That's it so started. That's so cool. Um, yeah, and then since then, I've been able to get um, other clients as well um, from it, and I've kind of built, like, my own little... No little business. Yeah. Like, do, you, do you have a name for it or like? No, I need to. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I'm like getting to the point where I'm thinking like, wow, like yeah. I can maybe like hire an intern because there's like it's enough work. Yeah. Because I'm just by myself, so sometimes yeah. it's a lot. And um, well, do you have like a website or anything like that or? No. Yeah, I need. We'll, I, that we'll, was we'll one talk of my after reasons. the podcast. We'll get. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, I get. Yeah, I my friends are always like, you need to start a business and company. Like you can hire interns because, and what's great is like everyone that I've had have reached out to me. I've never yeah. like. Like that's so cool. All yeah, and that's literally the dream. I've, I've noticed that with like a lot of people I've interviewed or people that I've well, I mean, I guess wanted to interview is that what happens a lot is when they move to LA or move to a big city is, I mean, of course you want to bring be like be yourself and you know promote your business to other people and everything. But what happens a lot of times is people just want to reach out to you. You know, yeah. like that happens. That's so cool that happens. I mean, obviously it's you can't just like expect tomorrow you're gonna get. You know, uh, like a Ryan Seacrest to be like, hey, you, yeah. you know, but like it just happens. You yeah. Know? So that's so cool. Um, so you went on tour. Was that Pentatonix's first tour that they did? Where they kind of just got out right out of, right out of the gate? Or? No, I think it might have been their first tour 
when they um, were under the new label. RCA oh, gotcha, okay. Records. And that was kind of when they were, like, blowing up, right? With yeah, the, I mean, they were, yeah. like, pretty successful on YouTube and social media. Like, they had tours before. They, I think they did, like, maybe two or three tours before. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they were playing smaller. You're smaller. Am I super no, you know, you're good. You know, you're, you're, you're more uh, important than I am, so I'm uh, moving closer to you. Um, I, uh, yeah, they played a few tours before. And then I think they just like they just kept growing, you know, yeah. bigger and bigger. Um, and now, like this year, they're getting ready for the summer tour, and now they're doing Madison yeah. Square Garden. The oh, form, what? They're headlining, yeah. Killing. So, um, yeah, when I started with them, they were doing, you know, I mean, they're a decent size size venues, but mm-hmm. um, now it's like on a whole another yeah. level. I mean, and I heard when I first heard their Hallelujah song on YouTube, I've I've literally heard that song like. 70 times yeah. I, play, I play it on repeat it's so good um, it's just it's such a beautiful song I, I can literally play that song like 7 times in a row yeah. <laughs> just yeah, not it's great yeah. it's such a I good song I think that's their like most popular video yeah oh absolutely yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great video too yeah. yeah wait so were you around when they had that video or was that before or after you no that was probably 2 years after I was with them oh gotcha okay so you so, so that wait the video came out while you were with them, or two years. It came out, and then two years later, you were with them. No, like when uh, two years after working with them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Very cool. so I was still there. So like that video comes out, and then like, I mean, you're promoting that on social media. Like, how does it, how does that process yeah, work? Yeah. So what I do is I normally just so for like a day to day to me, um, I, it's different with every client. Like, yeah. But um, for them, I usually just put together a, a week plan, mm-hmm. especially. When, a lot of times it's day to day, like when it's slow, I just like send like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking for today. Mm-hmm. Um, suggested posts. Um, or I'll ask like the band, like to send mm-hmm. content or wait, whatever. when, when you say I should send this today, like who, who do you send that to? Usually the management. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So it's like of, the, like the label artists, or yeah, it's, gotcha. uh, it's not the label. It's more so like their actual like manager gotcha, okay, or gotcha. the manager's assistant with all the, I'm working directly with the managers. Of gotcha. Client. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then I'll send, but for instance, for like a video release or, you know, an album or a tour, um, I usually put together a week-long plan and I'm like, okay, like, you know, Thursday, if the video is coming out Friday, I'll be like, we'll start teasing earlier that week, mm-hmm. you know, depending on, you know, when we have assets to, uh, to uh, push and so I'll tease something, you know, like Friday, you know, get ready, new music video soon or mm-hmm. something. And then um, when it's out, I usually just send over, like, there's, like, um, you know, you have to hit up, like, the platforms, like, Spotify, Apple Music, um, I'll, like, make GIFs, um, and just engaging with fans all day, I think that's Mm -hmm. important, because if fans see that you are responding, Mm -hmm. then they'll, like, want to push, they'll, like, freak out, they'll use the hashtag, it encourages fans to use the hashtag, or the link, so they're like, oh, I want to get noticed by this account, Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna... Do I see they're following and responding to people who are using the hashtag promoting a music video? So, yeah. um, a lot of that, <clears throat> but yeah, so it's just basically a lot of engaging, and I just have to be creative. It's different each time, um, it depends on like what the video is, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, yeah, I just basically I'll grab clips of it and post throughout the day on Instagram as refreshers and uh, just basically changing the social skins like it's just yeah. like you just have to make sure everything is like 
perfect like you, that it's just being pushed every and every platform and every way you can yeah wait so so uh, you're the one that posts everything comes up with the content and responds to everyone that comments on yeah the some, I mean it's with the content um, usually it's me but sometimes like management or the label will like have assets or content that they mm-hmm. did behind the scenes are like hey we have this can you think of a way to like push it out yeah um, so, but most part, I would say it's like 75% me and then 25% like collaborative, um, management may think of something or yeah. a label or even the artist sometimes. And what do you use like an app like buffer or what do you use to control or do you, you just, know. or do you have to be really professional and just do it yourself? I'm, now? I'm a freak. Like yeah. I don't trust yeah. a system. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like. I, what am I, what could, what could I be doing? Like I'm working. It's your job. Like, <laughs> Dude, like what else? And I, that's so like, I don't know. That's, yeah. I don't, obviously like I, I, you can schedule a post on like, I know there's apps for Instagram, but like with Facebook and Twitter inside the, mm. the app, um, social platform itself, mm. you can schedule stuff. And I trust that like yeah. with Twitter, like I can go to like do it in the back end. Um, but Instagram, I manually do everything because I think that's a little... Because plus, I have, like, a few clients that I don't want to, like, it's, like, crossover. On accident, yeah. Yeah, I can get so, kind of weird, yeah. Um, but, yeah, usually for Facebook and Twitter, I try to... Once I have my, like, plan for the day, I do a lot of scheduling because, you know, yeah. I can just do that. But um, if there's, like, a music video release, I don't push... I don't schedule those. It's more mm-hmm. so, like, the refreshers or, yeah. like, just... But because I just want it to like go smoothly, uh, smoothly. Sorry, um, go smoothly and just make sure it's like it looks good because I know all the eyes yeah. are like waiting for. And what uh do you do you get bored doing that? Because I feel like I mean we're in different worlds. Like I'm on more on the like the management tech side, and you're more of the social media side, obviously. But like when I go to post for our app, I get so bored, and maybe I'm just not creative with it enough. But like. I don't know. I just feel like it's so hard for me to push out like legitimate content. And I, and I guess you have a lot of content to use because you have a band constantly doing something. Mm-hmm. So you always have something that you can bring out. But do you ever feel like bored or just kind of like, like, what do I even do this week kind of a thing? Or do you put a lot of old content out or how do you even approach that? Yeah, sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's hard for me to be creative. You know, like we all, yeah. like, it's like writer's block, you know, with authors. Exactly, yeah. Go through that. Um, I definitely have days where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to have good enough. You know, if it's, especially mm-hmm. if it's slow. When it's busy, it's very easy for me to like. Yeah. Oh, you're just stuff. like, geez. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, so like, but when there's, it's slow and there's not really much going on, that's when it's usually harder for me when I have to be creative because I have to make sure the accounts are active. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just let it die down. Um, but I've, I've kind of gotten a process, you know, like I have, I'll make like a, I have Google Docs of like all the video releases and dates. So I'll yeah. do a lot of anniversaries if it's slow, throwbacks. Um, and then, you know, especially with uh, Pentatonix, I just like will re- I'll like repost some mm. of the individual content because I want like people to get to know the band. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, so it's not all marketing. I don't, that's another thing is, is I don't like to like just when like a music group is released or like an album, I don't want to just keep pushing the album out music. Because yeah. then I feel like it's a little bit too markety. Yeah, exactly. And I like to sh- have it be a mix of, you know, obviously you want to sell and you need to make money and you need to sell concert tickets and stuff. But I also think it's important that you like 
there's some organic content, you know, like yeah. sometimes like I'll let the band like I'll be like, hey, we want to do Twitter Q and A. Can mm-hmm. you guys log in at this time? And um, they'll, you know, go in and mm-hmm. respond to fans. And but they're pretty good on their individual accounts. That um, I feel like, yeah, they're very engaging with the yeah. fans on individual individual. But sometimes I'll just be like, hey, like, can you guys do something for the PTX account? Yeah. That's cool, man. And so, like, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just so hard to come up with that content. That's cool that you can... How, how do you do that for six or five different bands? Because I feel like, um, is it kind of, is it all kind of very similar in a way to, like, how you approach it? Or is every account completely different? Or, I mean, is there a day where you're like, I'm going to do a motivational post for Pentatonics, and then you're, you're with David Archuleta, too, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Do you do yeah. his, like, motivational thing, too? Or, like, how... Yeah, um, David... Uh it's a hit or miss like David is very hands on with the account mm-hmm. um, so a lot of times he'll do postings and then I um, it's normally just me like suggesting and like gotcha okay um, you know I'll create you know assets and um, make sure that like the website's updated and mm-hmm. all that stuff but uh, yeah um, there are a lot of them are similar in ways you know like people like love like when it's Monday dot 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 and it's like uh, someone looking like sad you know I mean there's always this little fun post but um, in a way they're all they all kind of blend together but like Mm -hmm. there's some things that I would post on like pentatonics that wouldn't make sense for David you know what I mean exactly so a lot of it goes hand in hand but there's some aspects that Mm -hmm. I just don't think like it would make since and also I have some clients who aren't as big as Pentatonix mm-hmm. so like I can't do like engaging posts or like I'm trying to think of a way like I can't be like oh um take a selfie holding up the album because you're like maybe I don't even have the album <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean like cause there's like Pentatonix has such a huge following and they became mm-hmm famous because of YouTube, social media. Yeah. So their following is huge, but, like, if another artist might not have millions of followers, so I can't be like, hey, mm. we just dropped an album, post a photo of you holding the album. Yeah. Use the hashtag. We'll be following some of you, or, like, you enter doing a, um, you know, a giveaway. But I can't do that for some because, you know, they do have following, but, like, their followers aren't the type that would... Yeah. Post, yeah, you, of, you don't want to get like four responses to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But if I did that with Pentatonix or something, it'll there'll be like hundreds. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like, that's another thing you have to think about because I can't do the same approach with every client because it might not work. Yeah, that's a good point too. I mean, like, and actually, I don't even really have a point to it. That is a good point, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know how to like go up on that. Um, so did you have like a, a pivotal like make it or break it uh, moment when you moved to LA? Was there a moment where you just like, I think I might have to move back to Washington, and then all of a sudden something turned around, or was it all kind of just been smooth sailing? Or um, no, it definitely has not been s- s- smooth, smooth. Whatever. What is it? Smooth, smooth, smooth sailing. sailing. Yeah. Um, no, it, it hasn't been. But I knew I wouldn't go back. Like yeah. there's. Oh, you can't. Like I would be. Like I did. I remember when I was, um, before I interned at MTV, I was working, I was a busboy at like a restaurant yeah. here in Hollywood. And I lied that I had experience. I had no nice. experience. And I think they knew, yeah. the manager knew, like I heard later, the guy was like, he knows he lied about that. 
He's like, because he watches you bust the tables. Like, huh. and I was like, but I was so desperate for money. It's hard to live out here. It's like expensive. So, and busting, like, you make good money though. Yeah, yeah I mean, can. yeah, with the tips and stuff. Um, but yeah, it definitely wasn't all smooth. Like, it was definitely there was times when I was like struggling, but. I love LA. Like I, yeah. I always knew I was gonna come here, and I, I mean, if I have to like wait tables, mm. and but I get to live here. Like I definitely would. I'd rather like have a, an okay job and live here than have like the most amazing job and live live up there. It's, you know, yeah, like, I understand. Wait, wait, what city are you from again? Um, I'm from Burlington, so okay, it's like, gotcha. a, like an hour north of Seattle. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I, I love. Seattle like I'm more of a city person so if I moved back it would be Seattle but I just hate the weather like yeah, I can't too. like when it was yeah. two weeks here like yeah. of overcast it just it depressed me too yeah, yeah like when the sun's out I'm inspired like I wake yeah. up and I'm like okay I'm gonna do good on this I'm gonna get like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be it it feels my creativity like even but all aspects like yeah I'm like I want to go to the gym like I'm gonna mm-hmm. um but yeah so no I uh but as in terms of like a that turned it around I think when I was um done with my MTV internship it, it was like ending in a week and I got an email from a client or from someone I made connections with while at Brian Seacrest and they were like hey we have an opening for an assistant job we'd love mm-hmm. if you applied and I was like this is perfect timing because like yeah. my internship ends in a week and they're like great like it wouldn't start until the new year it was like December um and they're like it'll start like after the new year and I was just like that was like because I was yeah. it took me a long time to find yeah. a job like I had a lot of experience but um because I did three internships I did an internship at the kiss station in Seattle and then I did two semesters at Ryan Seacrest and then I did one at MTV and so like it was like it took me so long to yeah. find a job no it's crazy like it's just so competitive out here like even as like i mean i wait tables on the side too and like even as a waiter like i remember i went into my first interview in santa monica for this job and i had i had manager experience i have my own company i've bartended for a year waited tables for two and a half years and i was like i'm great with customers i've got like seven years of customer service experience and i walk in and there's it was like a it was a thirty minute interview. I was ready to just meet the guy and maybe get. I've always gotten hired pretty much every job I've applied to, so it's like sweet. And I walk in and there's like thirty people all sitting in suits, and I thought they were like, you know, like eating or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And they were all for the interview, and it was me and the thirty. Uh-huh. And that was a that was like a thirty or hour minute stint or hour long stint. And then the next hour they had another thirty people, and then they do that every Friday. And I didn't even get close to hired, oh, and I was like, so the LA LA is so much more competitive yeah. than any other yeah. <laughs> any other place. Um, so was it easy getting new clients after you had Pentatonix? So, so you were you just with Pentatonix for a while? That's it? Or? Yeah. Well, and then I had Superfruit still. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, and then I would pick up side jobs here and there. And I still do, you know, like, I mean, I can. It's an extra way to make money. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so for a little bit, it was just those two. And I wasn't, like, I felt like I, um wasn't making someone because you know it's just two clients so it's not like hmm. a lot um but especially living in LA so there was like a year when I was just like literally living paycheck to paycheck but hmm. it also I also wasn't like 
looking for clients, I was like content, yeah. like I was just chilling. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, it made, was, yeah. I was just always broke, but I was like, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not like trying to, you know, like spend money or like as long as I can afford rent and then have a little bit left over, I would be good. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, and then just over time through word of mouth and um, LinkedIn, I got one of um, I do these DJs. They're called Tritonal. I have them. Um, you have, wait, what, sorry? Tritonal, they're DJs. They're like oh, gotcha. Medium. Is it three different DJs? That... It's, no, it's just two. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Tritonal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like I found, they found me through LinkedIn and then with David Archuleta, which is funny about David is in high school, like he was my number one like celebrity crush. Like what? I, I was obsessed with... Yeah, well, I Jake's, Jake's gay to clarify. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> you were like, wait. Side note. <laughs> you were like, wait, what's up? <laughs> no, he was like uh, everything to me. Like even, I don't know. So it was surreal like when his team reached out to me and was like, hey, do you know of anyone that's um, looking for someone or are you available? Because mm-hmm. I'd made a, con- uh, a, con- a connect with someone there. Because when I worked at Ryan Seacrest, I always pitched, like, can we write about that? I was like, they better chill it. Release a new single. Can I, like, write about that? Yeah. And, um, and so when they saw my name was, like, under the other calls, the team reached out and was like, hey, we saw you're posting. Thanks for writing about David, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so I, made, I developed a friendship with someone on the team. And then, like, like, literally, like, four years later, she reached out. She said, hey, we need someone for him. Um, are you free? And so that's probably, like, not necessarily a pivotal moment that, like, changed anything, but, like, it was just a surreal moment because no, anyone, crazy. like, when I tell people, yeah. when I tell people, like, guys, I have a phone interview, or hmm. I have an interview, or, like, a, it was a call with David Archuleta's two manager and his manager, and everyone was like, what? Like, this is, like, <laughs> like, my dream would be Karen do it, like, I'm Carrie's biggest fan, like, that would be the goal, but David was probably... Wait, who, who'd be the person? Carrie Underwood. Oh, carry on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that would be my... But, like, David is probably number two. Like, everyone who's known him my whole life knows how much I like... And I think he, like, knows, because I have a signed album from his last album that's in my room, and he's like, Jake, you're a stud. Thanks for all your hard work. And it's just funny, because he, like, obviously knows. Like, (laughs) he was, like, my celebrity crush growing up. So, um... But yeah, it's just cool that he like he hired me and he knows I'm a fan. Yeah, that's and so I always cool. th- I always think to myself like, why? I mean, as long as they're like not crazy, you know, like a crazy fan that like follows you to your house or something. Mm-hmm. And if they do a good job, then I think it's I think it's more beneficial that an artist hires a fan because I think if you hire a fan versus someone different, I think a fan obviously like believes in you as a passion and wants you to do well, and mm-hmm. I think that they will be more motivated to yeah. like do a better job because they want to see you succeed and they'll think of things. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of cool that that's so cool. Yeah. That no, no. And it's crazy. Cause I think like, um, especially in LA, everyone has this like now, now, now mentality and like, uh, it's like millennials, everyone growing up, like everything, we want everything now, but like, it's so crazy how like just building relationships and planting seeds, like a year from now, two years from now, your case was like three or four years from later. It was like, you can just have things just happen for you. And it's yeah. just like, I mean, so many times in my life, like I've, 
I've done something and then like five years later that person's been like hey like what are you blah 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 I'm just like oh my god I didn't know you were connected to this person yeah. let's definitely connect like yeah. you know it's just because I was nice to that person like six years ago or yeah. five years ago so that's so cool that happened um, and just like another, like I said another client is falling on your lap like yeah. you can't you don't know it's tomorrow but all of a sudden you get a phone call yeah um, that's so cool yeah if I got to work with any of my uh, well actually this hasn't happened yet and hope I mean it's like literally a 1% but I'm talking to someone Who's on like Kobe Bryant's um, like uh, like board pretty much for the new? He's coming up with a new gym, mm-hmm. and they they're trying to build some gym software, and uh, the software that they built is just like shit. Like it's just like or not that Kobe built, but like the team they hired just isn't doing a good job or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know the full story. Basically, like I'm like just every day texting this guy, like trying to get in the door. To be like, hey, I can make a way better app for you guys. I saw the other one; it does not look that good. And then get in the boardroom with Kobe and work with oh, Kobe. That'd, that'd be so. That'd be so. Good. That's like that'd my. Real that's my David Archuleta yeah. moment. Yeah. So that's like that's. So I mean, it's possible yeah. though. Yeah, and what's crazy? I met the guy in an Uber ride, and we've been talking for weeks now. So I'm just like, it's literally like a one percent chance going to happen. But yeah. like on the back burner, I'm just like, please, you know. So yeah. that's so awesome. You get to work with your, um, well, technically your celebrity crush, but also like yeah. a celebrity that you looked up yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's awesome. So like, yeah, after you got pentatonics, like it was, it was obviously like a lot easier for you to kind of get in the door of some places when they, when you have that kind of stamp on your resume. Kind of, yeah. Um, because the people I work with, you know, they're like, hey, like who, you know, other managers mm-hmm. or friends with other, you know, people who do the same thing, and they're like, they'll ask, you know, for like suggestions, like, hey, I need someone to do socials for mm-hmm. my artists. Who does yours? Do they a good job? And then they're like. You know, refer me. Um, the label sometimes does that. Like I had a um, call with the label was gonna ask me to do Becky G's, but unfortunately I don't know Spanish, and they were like kind of push a Spanish album. So yeah, um, I om- I almost had it, and then they're like, we just need someone who's bilingual. Yeah, exactly. Can you get a translator? So no, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, it's usually just word of mouth. Like in LinkedIn, um, has helped a few. I think that's how. Yeah, it's already connected LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah, so um, but yeah, a lot of it's just word of mouth, and um, and then there's people who like hire me, you know, like I know this girl, Antoinette. She um hires me from time to time. Like mm. she releases music or um, anything she needs. She's like, hey, like I need you for three months. Can I just hire you and start? You know, next mm-hmm. week. And um, yeah, it's just all word of mouth and it, that's funny because that's a question I get people are always like well how do you get these clients and I'm like I don't know. honestly they just <laughs> yeah. it falls on my lap like yeah. it's yeah and I'm always nervous because I'm honestly like one person so like mm. right now I have kind of a huge bundle like I mm. work like people are always like oh well, you work from home like you can do this but I'm like yeah but I'm the only person doing like mm. and you gotta think like you have to there's like seven days in a week and then there's so many platforms and then I have like you know five or six clients and then you think like five times six you know times like three posts a day like that's Mm. just a lot for one person um so I always get nervous that I'm gonna get to the point where I'm gonna have to say no to people someone like yeah well at that point you just gotta look at like how much more money that could bring in and could you just hire someone to cover the cost of that, you know, yeah. and then they could help with the rest of your business. Yeah. I mean, split it, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, just a, definitely, uh, 
Yeah, I'm sure you could figure that out. I mean, yeah, I, know, I always get, yeah. I, yeah. I always stress. I'm like, what if I get to that point? Because I feel like I'm like almost there. Like if someone else were to reach out, I'd be like, or like maybe two more, and I would be like, okay, like seven people by myself. Like that's kind of yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm sure you can start your own business, but I, I feel yeah. like you're not the kind of person that wants to like have employees and like fill out like tax no. forms. And yeah, <laughs> I, feel, would... I feel like you're not that kind of person. No, I'm yeah. not. But yeah. like, it's. When I think about it, I think, oh, yeah. that's badass. Like, <laughs> that is badass. Like, I got my own company. Yeah. And, like, so, yeah. like, I like that part, but, yeah. But I mean, the, maybe, the actual like, having the company would be... Would be yeah, yeah, but yeah. maybe, like, I do think sometimes, like, what if I get just bored and I'm like, no, why don't I start a company now? Yeah. You know? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I think you're... Like, you're I think if really I get bored closer. or something, like, right now I'm content with just doing this, but, like, maybe, like, in a few years I'll be like, okay, like... yeah. I want to do this, but, like, I want to, like, hire people to do what I'm doing yeah. now, and then I just overlook everything, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm trying to think of a cool, like, pun with your name, like, up something, up so up social or something. Yeah, like, I always think, boom, like... Boom, what? Yeah, That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Up this social? I don't yeah. We'll figure it out. I know. Um, I thought, I thought, whenever I think of it, then I, like, think, oh, what could, like, the name be? And I always am, like, up D, like... Up D social. <laughs> yeah, you can do that, man. Um... Well, what's uh, what's the best advice you have for someone that wants to run a social media company? Like, as far as like getting clients and like day to day, like, is there like a routine that you get into, or how do you go about it? Mm, I do have a routine. I'm so boring. I, I, I like eat the same thing every single day. I wake up, I do my four step skincare regimen. I go to Starbucks and then I send my emails by like I try to send all my work emails by like ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I know everyone goes in the office around then, 9 or 10, so I like to send everything out in the morning. And usually, like, once I send all this stuff out, the day is pretty chill for the most part because I yeah. have, I'm just waiting on approvals. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I, like, have, like, a week thing, so it's already approved and I just have to get it out. Um, but, yeah, it's not really, like, crazy. I just make sure that I'm you just have to be active and that's basically what I do in the morning I just want to make sure that I at least send an email every yeah. day so that they know um and you know sometimes they pass on they're like hey like we don't like this pose can you try thinking of something else um but mm-hmm. usually it's I've learned the formula because you always have to learn with the artist and it takes a few weeks to like understand mm-hmm. like PTX I know like the back of my hand like I know yeah. what posts are good and like you kind of have to learn their voice. You know, you can't sound the same on, like, you know, everything. Like, I don't know. You can't be super exciting on, like, one account when the other one's, like, more serious, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah. using heart emojis. Like, one client doesn't make sense to use heart emojis. Yeah, because, exactly. Um, but, yeah, and I think I think you just have to be um, creative and... Um, you just have to kind of think outside the box a little bit. Um, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think like what is, what is like what to do exactly, but you really just have to think of something that's not, and, you know, you can use, look at other people to get an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, like use hashtags. You can use hashtags, but. I don't know. I always yeah. am like, I don't know. And people are always thinking like, oh, like, let's get a viral 
tweet, but to be honest, like you can't really create a viral tweet. Like yeah. a lot of those happen when you least exactly. you know, expect it. It's like finding um, a new client just happens. Yeah. 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 And yeah, you, like I said, you just have to think outside the box for David in particular. One time this girl, there's a lot of viral tweets about David because he has mm-hmm. that song Crush. I was going to say and Crush. Everyone yeah. loves yeah. Crush. Um, and there's always so many memes. And there was this one tweet that went out and this girl... Um, I forget what country she was in, but um, she um, did. She goes, when you try to sing all the parts, and she was like, had her phone in the mirror, and she was like, do you ever think? And then she looked back at the mirror, but like looking in the phone, yeah. and then she was like, do you ever think when you're all on point three? Like she would go back and forth, <laughs> yeah. and it got like 30,000 retweets, and right. it was this was like probably the first two or three weeks I worked with David and I was still learning him Mm -hmm. and I was, and I saw that and I was like, David needs to do this. Like this, he should do the same video. Yes. And, um, and he, you know, David's, I I didn't know like if that was going to like make it out of his comfort zone. And it kind of was, he was like, yeah, I'll try doing this. And he did it and he nailed it. It was so good. And he, um, and then that tweet, like it got like, I don't even know how many retweets it got. I don't know if it's like 130,000 and he grew like so many followers yeah. and like it just was, it was picked up on like Buzzfeed and like all these, uh, news stations. And so, you know, like it's that thing, like some things you can't, like I would have never been able to think of that if mm-hmm. I didn't see that girl's tweet, but like, you know, like you just have to, you just have to like look at what's trending and like mm-hmm. if there's ways to like, it incorporates you like obviously that was David so like yeah. but like I could have easily just seen that and not even thought mm-hmm. of him to do that I might have been like oh you should respond to this and like it would do well yeah but um the fact that you did it and I was like I was a little nervous to suggest it because you're so brand new yeah, yeah and yeah. I was thinking I don't know if this like even if this would be funny like and then yeah so um but I think the most important thing is just being active you know you don't want your account to like be dead and um, engage with people like I think people feel really connected mm-hmm. even if you just like something like, exactly yeah like whenever a celebrity like likes my stuff and I know I work in social media but like I, I screenshot it and like we'll post <laughs> yeah, my Instagram freak, story yeah. you know what I mean like it's yeah, still, you freak out, and yeah. to me I know in my head I'm thinking like is this even them it's like another Jake yeah yeah you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean yeah, yeah. but um, I don't know I think before now I can know when it's the artist versus like mm. management. Like I think when an Ariana likes something, I'm like, and she likes like a thousand. I'm like, it has to be your team. But yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. I think engaging, being um, engaging with your followers, um, being active, and then you know try to like do something a little bit different and just and if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But like, yeah. just try not to do the same thing over and over. And don't just rely on, like, hashtags. I feel like a lot of people, like, hey, people always text me or ask me, like, hey, how can I grow my followers? Like, and it's just, like, I, it, I mean, I, I say hashtags, but, like, I think everyone does hashtags. And, like, I think you'll get likes, but I don't think you'll grow a lot. And I really just think it's about the content you post. Like, yeah. you can't just post something and add hashtags to the comment and just expect to, like, be... I don't know. You just have to... People have to like the content. It's depending on what you're putting up. Yeah. 
There we go. Boom. And I actually just followed you. I, I thought I was following you. I followed you like 20 minutes ago. Oh, wow. So I thought that was me. I thought I follow you on Twitter. I guess I didn't follow you on Instagram. So oh, I'm well, my, my bad. <laughs> there we Hashtag. go. Hashtag fall back. F4F. There Is that what they do? <laughs> yeah. All right, Jake. This was awesome. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Wow. Thank that you. was way better than I thought. <laughs> I was a little nervous. <laughs> it was good. It was I good. also feel like this job, like doing like with human inter- interaction yeah, yeah like, like behind, uh, you're not behind a phone anymore yeah. yeah I always am like I can't even imagine like doing an interview like a job interview because it's been so long yeah seriously thank you all so much for listening I couldn't be happier with how the podcast has gone so far I've met some incredible people through this process had some great interviews and I just want to thank you for listening honestly um, if you could leave a great review that'd be awesome if you could subscribe, that'd be even better. You know, we, we want you uh, listening in every single week. We're going to have episodes every single Monday and Wednesday. I already have a giant episode bank so that no matter what happens, something is always getting published. And, uh, you know, if you want to leave a comment, just let me know what you want to see in the podcast. If you want me to interview different people, ask different questions, maybe have a different theme. I, don't, I really don't know. I'm kind of new to this. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day. We strive.